0: well hello there ladies and gentlemen great to be back with you today and welcome to advance your wealth with homer smith i'm your moderator ryan ruff and as always i'll be joined by homer in just a moment from the convergent wealth partners offices we're going to be diving into another wealth management related discussion as we typically do here on the show and today's episode is all about life's transitions you know Homer and his team, they work with families and business owners to successfully navigate some of life's most complex transitions. And we figured that would be a great feature for today's conversation, given the different transitions that can pop up in somebody's life. And then, of course, the, you know, the multitude of variables that come into play during these transitions. But before we get into the nitty gritty of everything, let's say hi to the man of the hour. Homer, good to see you. How are you doing today?
1: Hey, good, Ryan. Good to see you. I think this is a a pretty important topic. I think a lot of people think about transitions around, you know, a few key major events, whether it's, you know, selling your business, retiring, uh, but they don't actually consider that really we're transitioning uh, through many things kind of throughout life and that a lot of those transitions that happen even earlier in life can have significant impacts uh, down the road as well and so you know that's why i like the 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 word transitions because it doesn't imply like a succession or a sale of a business necessarily because it could mean so many things so i think it's an important topic and and looking forward to going through you know some of those uh, transitions that come up that we often seem to be you know dealing with that can get pretty complex
0: Sure. Sure. So let's start with the top one. And the one we wanted to to kind of bat lead off with today is this idea of a, of an owner, you know, kind of an owner operator transitioning to just being an owner and navigating the growth and the acceleration of the growth towards that business. Talk to me about this one and how you guys navigate this.
1: Yeah. This, you often see this in a business where, you know, the owner started a business as the technician, right? They, either they, they saw a need in the market or, it was just an area that they had a significant amount of interest in, and they started out um, as the as the business themselves, right? Added employees as they needed to, um, but perhaps they found, you know, a, a niche or or a part of the market that just really needed what they were doing. And not only could they, you know, create a nice lifestyle, but they could actually significantly grow the business. And we're dealing with a with a family right now that's experiencing this, where just in the last couple of years they've gone from. You know, a million dollars, a couple million dollars of of revenue to a million dollars of net income to 10 million dollars of net income to maybe this coming year going into the 20 or 30 million dollars of net income over that very short window of time. And what they recognize is hey, we, you know, we're this, this business is too big and and growing too quickly for us to really see ourselves as the, you know, CEOs of the business. We're, we're, We're really now more owners of the business and we're bringing in a professional uh executive team to really manage the business on a, on a go forward basis and that's a that's a pretty big transition for for many of these owners you know it's 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 still their baby it's 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 the business they grew from scratch but it's a very different mindset to shift out of the day to day running of the company and to be more just the owner and an and investor into the business and funding it for its growth But no longer responsible for the day-to-day and so there's a lot of of questions a lot of work that we help them through to think through okay well what's next for this business is this something that's going to be you know an ongoing uh, concern that you're going to just want to continue to steadily grow and and earn a really good uh, profit off the bottom end or many as they get to that stage start to think about okay what's the next transition is this a you know an ultimate sale is this something i might sell internally or maybe it's something i might sell externally so it starts to think through okay, where do we go from here? And is the next transition um, coming up?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's pivot to that sale moment. You know, you've built a successful entity. Now we're talking about a sale, like you just mentioned internally or externally. Talk me through this conversation. I know we've had conversations on this, this show about this sale process. It's big. There's a lot happening here, but talk us through, you, you know, how you prepare a business owner and their family for this massive transition in life.
1: Yeah, and this transition you know, could come in, in a lot of different forms. You know, there, there's multi-generational family businesses that we work with where that transition is not so much to a sale, but it's just transitioning the operational control uh, and even maybe the financial control of the business to the next generation that's been already in the business for for many years or again depending on the size usually smaller businesses you know might even look to sell to the business itself whether it's to the management team or to the employees through an esop which we've had um, discussions on previously and so it's it's a an opportunity to keep the culture of the firm and to reward the you know, employees for who have been loyal and who've helped built the business um, or it might be a sale to an outside buyer. Maybe the business is so large and so valuable that whether it's a financial buyer like a private equity group or a synergistic buyer like a competitor might be coming in and, and paying you know top value uh, for the business for an exit. And again, that's That's a huge process in itself. And I know we've done uh, specific uh, calls just on that alone and to to dive into the weeds of what that process looks like. But, you know, uh, as we've mentioned on previous calls, when when owners are ready to sell, only about 20 percent of them are able to complete a transaction. So only about one in five make it through the process and actually complete the transaction. And then of those, only about 12 percent of them say they were highly satisfied with the outcome. So you put those two together, it's only about 2.5% of owners that start the process to sell, let's say they want to sell, end up selling the business and being highly satisfied with the outcome. So again, a lot of work that needs to be done, and that's not really the goal of today's call, more just to just discuss what these different transitions might look like, but there's just a lot of work to go into making sure they, they end up with a very successful and, and highly satisfying outcome.
0: Certainly, certainly. And folks, if, if that does interest you, the idea of, of what that process entails of selling internally or externally, I'd recommend travel back, check out a past episode of the show where we do kind of dive into the weeds on that process. But today, in kind of staying high level on the transitions that exist in life, okay, Homer, we've talked about this uh, adage in a business owner's life, and that is, I've sold my business, now what? Well, typically that's retirement for many. So talk to me about this transition into retirement. I mean, many business owners are are running around with their hair on fire for so much of their life, uh, you know, wonder, you know, just making moves happen on a regular basis. Now, it's retirement. Talk to me about what that transition looks like.
1: Yeah, and this transition is reality whether it's you're selling a business and now you're retiring effectively from being the owner of a business or whether you were a W2 employee, you built up your retirement savings, and now you're retiring from, from a, a job or a career that you were with for many years. And so it's a, a similar transition. The magnitude of the dollars might be different, but the um, the emotional, the the the, uh, the the effects of that on your family are, are very similar. And also what's, what's a major difference is whether it's in building up your investment portfolio or whether it's building up the value of your business, it's a very different mindset to go from growth mode and accumulation mode to distribution mode and beginning to take money out of your portfolio and relying on your your investments to generate your income going forward. And we see um, very often many people have a very challenging time actually being willing to spend money. You know, they worked really hard to save it, they sacrificed to save money, they get to retirement and it freezes them to spend a penny. We have a client that, you know, has and we've shown them, you know, multiple reports that they are more than well off and and would almost be I wouldn't say impossible. I don't want to ever go that far, but it'd be very difficult for them to spend down their money, just the way that they budget and, and the way they spend. And they wanted to purchase a, a really, really nice, very expensive uh, RV uh, to, to travel around to do some golfing. And no matter how many times we showed them on reports that it would you know, not really impact uh, the outcome of their retirement, uh, it's extremely difficult for them to still do that and, and make that decision because it, it's, just, again, it's such a different mindset shift to gain the confidence that you're you're not going to run out of money. And so that's obviously a big part of what we do. And we've worked with them and they they made the purchase. It was, uh, we're very happy for them and, and excited uh, for, the, for what they're going to get to enjoy with them and their family with that. But it was a hard decision to get them into that right mindset. And that happens all across the board, um, whether it's an RV, whether it's a, a, a second home, whether it's travel and at a much high, you know, more expensive level than they had before. It, it can be a challenge to mentally make that shift into retirement and have the confidence that you're not going to run out of money. And so that's really what a lot of that, comp, that process is for us. Is giving them that that confidence and making sure that they have all of the information they need to make smart decisions and and know they're going to be okay.
0: Yeah, that's great. It helps to have somebody in their corner like you guys. Uh, fourth and final uh, big transition that I know you see pop up in the lives of a business owner often is finding a way or really the transition of that family wealth, right? You mentioned, you know, they work so hard to build it up. Sure. They're enjoying some of uh, maybe the retirement, but now, now it's, it's what comes next. And that is transitioning that family wealth to your heirs, and then again, piggybacking on a conversation, many really that we've had surrounding that transition process. And of course, making sure that it has a positive impact upon heirs rather than a negative. So talk, talk me through that transition, Homer, of transitioning family wealth to the heirs to make sure that it does come out as positive and impactful and not ultimately destructive.
1: And yeah, in, in reality, this issue, this transition of wealth, um, is one of the biggest fears that the families we work with have when we first start working with them, whether they've already sold the business and have the capital uh, available or whether um, they're just thinking about the future. And, and ultimately, you know, if something were to uh, unexpectedly happen and the family inherited the wealth, what might occur? It, their biggest fear is that it, that their wealth is actually going to screw up the next generation or generations to come. And, um, you know, how we help them think through um, that conversation. And, you know, we start from, you know, very simple concepts like, you know, is it important, first of all, that this money stays in the line of the family or are there other people that you want to benefit from this? Are there causes they care about, charities and organizations? And so really getting a first step of, okay, who do you want to ultimately benefit from all of this? And then it's a deeper conversation on each of the kids or, or grandkids or whoever might be receiving the funds are, you know, what's going on in their lives? Are they married? Do they have kids? Do they have financial challenges? Do they have, um, gambling or drug issues right all these key issues that are really important to figure out because unfortunately for those especially that are having struggles whether it's again financial struggles alcohol struggles getting a huge pot of money typically will only enhance those issues and and put them in a more dangerous position and so we want to make sure that we're addressing those issues around structuring the assets for the next generation in ways that um, will allow the money to persist, especially if they want it to be for multi-generation or at least make it um, difficult for those family members that are struggling uh, to make their problems even worse. Right. So so those are a lot of the issues we're helping them think through. And uh, I mean, it could be 10s and 20, 20 meetings. Of just thinking through all of the different issues they might come up with and 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 really thinking through how they want to structure um, the assets for for future future their future family and, and heirs you know and i would say this is the area that um is the least addressed and most often ignore because it's such a challenging conversation um, but for us, it's it's so important that we dive in, roll up the sleeves, deal with the thorny issues, and help them at least think through and get get to as good of a spot as we can get to with them. So that if something did unexpectedly happen, they're going to be okay. Because I think we've all seen headlines from stories across um, you know the country where you know a celebrity or a very wealthy person dies, they had no will, no estate plan, and just the wars that break out across mm. the family. And you know, it, it's really our goal is to work with families who don't want that. Um, and, and really want to do the right planning to to avoid that.
0: Well, speaking of that right planning, I mean, we've, we've talked through four very big transitions in a business owner's life. Again, moving from owner-operator to truly an owner. The idea, you know, the transition of selling a business, the transition of moving into retirement post-sale. Then, of course, as we just mentioned, the transition of the family wealth to that next generation. Homer, each one of those transitions is massive in somebody's life and it requires conversations with their trusted advisor their wealth manager someone like yourself. So if somebody out there you know listening watching to today's episode and and they find themselves maybe on the cusp of one of those transitions or would just enjoy opening up a dialogue with you and your team to, to talk through what this could look like for them and how they can best you know put their ducks in a row to make sure that they come out successful on the other side. What would be the best way uh, somebody could get in touch with you guys to, to start that conversation?
1: Yeah, The best way is to reach out, um, give us a phone call, send me an email. Uh, we'd be happy to, to discuss it with you. You know, I think this is a really important conversation um, and I think it's a it's a conversation in the way that we look at our role with our families is you know being a true leader for our families, providing leadership through these very difficult transitions you know versus being you know working with an advisor just providing advice or or talking about a specific product or a solution. These types of transitions take much more than that. And when we really look to be that guide, that leader for our families and help them really think about all of the different options that are available to them, all of the different advantages and disadvantages, and and what we know is the successful families and business owners we work with, they're really good at making decisions. That's how they got to the success that they're at. Um, So we just want to make sure and know that we are providing the information they need and the guidance they need to actually make a smart decision. And, And that's really the way that we approach it.
0: Perfect. Well, Homer, I appreciate you carving some time out of your busy schedule to jump on and dive into these big transitions in a business owner's life. And uh, I'll see you back here on the next one.
1: All right. Thanks, Ryan
0: course of course and hey folks as always we're going to take a final moment here and thank you all for stopping by to be with us on the show today if you did take anything away from today's discussion you benefited from it in any way shape or form well make sure you hit that subscribe button on whichever platform you checked us out so that you don't miss out on other great conversations just like this because at the end of the day Homer and I are breaking down some strategies and solutions that he and his team are leveraging with their clients and we want to make sure that you come away with some value added at the end of each episode when you join us so for Homer i ryan we're going to go ahead and say so long now but we appreciate you stopping by and being with us on advance your wealth
1: all opinions expressed by homer smith are solely smith's opinions and do not reflect the opinions of integrated wealth concepts llc integrated or its parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by smith on television radio internet or another medium You should not treat any opinion expressed by Smith as a specific inducement to make particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. Smith's opinions are based on information he considers reliable, but neither integrated nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. Smith integrated its affiliates and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided. Smith's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Neither Smith nor Integrative guarantees any specific outcome or profit. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed by Smith or anyone else. Strategies or investments discussed may fluctuate in price or value. Investors may get back less than invested. Investments or strategies mentioned on this website or in the show may not be suitable for you. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation or needs and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned by Smith. Before acting on information you hear, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and strongly consider seeking advice from your own financial or investment advisor. Investment advice offered through Integrated Financial Partners, a registered investment advisor. Integrated Financial Partners provides investment advisory services through several doing business as names. The information in this material is for general information only and is not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Integrated Financial Partners does not provide legal, tax, mortgage advice, or services.